Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. We are going to be in 2 Corinthians this evening. 2 Corinthians, which is written by the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. Y'all know me. We got to get some background, get some some facts in place so we know where we are. So 2 Corinthians in the New Testament, after 1 Corinthians. Um, It is um, letters addressed to the church at Corinth. He is always writing to leaders that are in position there uh, to encourage, to correct, to set order, (laughs) and to establish things. And to continue where Pastor Alex was last week, he talked about inventory. Do, do we? Who was with us last Wednesday? If you have not listened to that message, you need to go to the K How podcast because that message last week on inventory was amazing. So much so, Nate, that your friend wrote one of the most amazing pieces about, I posted it. So if you're on Instagram, it was so profound when she wrote about what's in, in the, and it started with what's in my store. Because Pastor Alex talked about, you use the, the picture of you having a store and inventory and auditing. And so I want us to, to continue in this vein as I um, was asking God where we should be going today. And so 2 Corinthians, we are going to be reading one verse. And so we're going to do a a topical study tonight. So a topical study means that we're taking a topic and going into the scripture to then speak about or study about that particular topic. Great to have you back, Brittany. And so 2 Corinthians, we're going to chapter 13 go with me to chapter 13 and we're going to read one verse and one verse only it is going to be verse number five which out of the niv i'm going to read it in a couple of translations the niv says this examine yourselves let's just stop right there examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? That's the NIV. Let me read it to you out of the Amplified. It says, test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are in the faith and living your lives as committed believers. Examine yourselves, or do you not recognize this about yourselves, by an ongoing experience that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you have failed the test and are rejected as counterfeit. So tonight we're going to talk about the examination. The examination. All of us have been at school at one time in our lives, and we have all had to study for what the teacher would call 
an exam or an examination. Maybe in the school that you went to, there would be an entire time, uh, maybe once or twice a year, where the entire student body was examined. You had to do tests, right, to measure where the school was and where the students were based upon their learning and education. And as children of the king, as, as, as sons and daughters of the most high God, we don't just have one examination, but we should be, we should be living lives that we say every day, I need to examine where I am. Pastor Alex talked about taking inventory. Um, and if you've ever worked at a store or any kind of place where there is the merchandise, right? You, the person has to take inventory. When, when the stock comes in, you have to make sure, number one, you've gotten exactly the amount you ordered, right? Number two, you have to make sure it's the right item that you ordered. Right. And then number three, as whether if you're selling those items and you have to start to track when they're being sold and how many you still have and how many are left, you have to make sure that the, the, the items are not damaged, but that they're in great condition. And so it's the same thing that we have to do when it comes to our walk with Christ. The examination and what I love about this in the beginning of 2 Corinthians 13, Paul is talking to this leadership at the church of Corinth and, and he gets to chapter five because he has always banked the proof of Christ on his own shoulders. As an apostle, he's always said, look to me, Follow me as I follow Christ. You, I can prove to you based on my life and the way that I live who Christ is. But now I'm saying, instead of putting the proof of Christ on me, try yourself. Can the proof of who Christ is be proven in you? Can people look at your life and your walk and know that, that Christ Jesus is proven in you, that the gospel is proven in you, that your salvation is proven in you, that the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside is proven in you. Paul says, I, 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 I've done the work. I've been tested, I've been tried, I've been put in prison, I've been put in captivity, and there has been nothing that has shaken my faith or my confidence in God. And you wanna keep putting the gospel on my shoulders, but you have in you the same Christ that I have in me, the same Holy Spirit in you is the same Holy Spirit in me. And so now test yourselves, examine yourselves, prove yourselves so that the Christ that we are living for, we can find in you. It shouldn't have to be about somebody else's walk. And so often we are looking at somebody else's walk and trying to judge the evidence of God in their lives, but we are ignoring the lack of evidence of God in our own. And so a Danny comes to a conversation with God today and he says, I need you to sound like me, which means you're going to have to close your mouth for a while so that I can put my mouth, my words in you and the way I speak in you, that you don't follow after the world and compromise yourself because you've called yourself a king's kid. Then you've got to represent me in my image and my likeness. 
can't be like them and try to be like me. Can you prove Christ in you? So let's go through the scripture. We're going to exegete this, which means to break it down and, and, and interpret the true meaning. The book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, is in the New Testament. And a lot of the New Testament is written in Greek. There are portions that are written in Aramaic. But 2 Corinthians the, 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 was written in the Greek originally. And so the word examine here means this. To, um, it means originally to test. There are times when you see this word examine in the Bible that it may mean to tempt. But in this case, it means to test. Okay. It means to make proof or to prove, oh, but this is the one I love. It means to discipline. Discipline yourselves. <laughs> discipline, the proof of God in your life, the proof of Jesus as your savior, the proof of the Holy Spirit as your comforter is the, is the discipline of your life. Is that you are to be disciplined in the way of God, in the word of God and the will of God. That's the only way we're gonna prove our, the Christ in us is how we live. When we talk about an examination, we can also talk about the times we've gone to the doctor and they said, we need to, to examine you. And they begin to look and probe. If you have a cut, they begin to touch the cut to make, first make sure that there's pain there because if there's pain, there's still sign of life. And he says, I need you to prove yourselves. I need you to discipline yourselves. And it says, so examine yourselves, that's him or herself, whether you are in the faith. That word you are means that you exist. It also means I am, that which they call God, right? It's one of God's names, which is I am, which means that whatever we need God to be, he becomes that. And so it means to examine yourself, to find out if you exist, that you are founded. I love this. The word in there, someone said it earlier, means rest. That, that you are resting in the faith. Not that you're active in your faith, not that you're talking about your faith, you're moving in faith, but that your faith is so sure and so strong and so firm that you just rest in. That you are not teeter-tottering, you are not thrown off, that you are not moved out of position, but that you rest in the faith. The word faith means confidence. It means a firm persuasion. He says, examine yourselves to find out if you exist in confidence. Discipline yourself so that we can see if the condition that you exist in, that you rest in, is persuaded, that you trust God the way you say you trust God. It also means this, that that faith is attached to the true and saving faith that is only found in Christ. Please let me tell you this and teach you this if you do not know. Faith is never derived from us. Faith is only derived by God in you. God infuses faith in us. See, we come into this world and we're, it's easier for us to believe, but faith 
Faith says that it's the it's the thing you the things you cannot see. Right? Faith means to walk blindly. Faith means to be so confident in the one who has created you, who is master over you, that when he says a thing, we're not caught off guard later, that we trust him at his word because his word is true. So it says, examine yourselves, whether you are in the faith. I love this part. Then it says, test yourselves. Test yourselves. Test, approve yourself. Show that this is acceptable. Demonstrate what is good. That's what that word test means, that we're to demonstrate what's good. The work God's done in you, the, the words God is, is speaking to you. Our lives are a demonstration of what is good. And my Bible says there's only one that's good, and that's who? God. We're to be demonstrating what is good. He says, test yourselves. And then he says, can't you see? He says this, the word can't you see is three words. It means to become acquainted with. It also means to acknowledge. So basically he's like, can, can, can you acknowledge? Can, can you even become acquainted with the fact that Jesus Christ, the anointed one is in you? Hear, hear this. The first part says that you rest in him. This part says that Jesus Christ in you, that Jesus rests in you. It's the same word. That we are to rest in Christ as Christ rests in us. And then this part, he said, unless, unless, it's a question, unless if you actually, and this is the picture that it is, I love this. It says that the, that this, this, you actually is like someone saying, like Dion asking me a question and immediately I'm like, no. However, in the back of my mind, I'm still mulling over and con con uh, conjuring another idea. You know how we do someone asks you a question and you'd be like, oh, okay, let me give you for instance. I say to, to Malcolm says to me, oh, you know, John Simpson says, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I don't know him, but I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to remember, does that, do I know him? Do I, do I, mm. I'm a counterfeit because I couldn't just be honest to say, I don't know what you're talking about or who that is because I want to belong and I want to fit in. Come on, Hammond, come on. You know, don't, come on, tell the truth. Come on. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> And then you're right because you're thinking, well, I think I do know. So I don't want to say, you know, no, no. And then I'm, I'm the back of my mind. I'm mulling over to figure out, do I really do? But in, even when we come to the fact that we don't know, we never come back to say hey, we don't know. Or someone asks us a yes or no question. We're like, no. But in the back of our minds, like, oh, let me maybe I should have said yeah, maybe. I, uh. And it says you actually failed the test. You're a counterfeit. Your faith is a counterfeit. Uh, yeah, God, I, God says, do this. Okay, oh, I'm not really sure if I should do that. I mean, I know what you're saying, but it doesn't feel like counterfeit. God asked me to, God, God go over here, go. 
okay uh, i don't really want to go over there because they're like uh, uh. do you trust me yes i'm not really sure i mean i do but right now the, i mean you're not doing it the way uh, counterfeit examine yourselves because until we get true real 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 and and, and tell the truth about our apprehensions Come on, this goes back to Saturday. This moment lets us know when we're teeter-tottering, when we're saying one thing, but still mulling it over in our minds, trying to figure out a different way. I haven't made peace with your way, God. I haven't made peace with your ass, God. I'm really not content with what you're doing in my life. And so the truth is, I, I trust you as far as I can see you. I trust you with a little bit, but not all of it. And so that means I, I'm not actually operating in faith. Because faith says I'm persuaded. Faith says I'm confident. Faith says I'm convicted and convinced that you are God. And whatever you say, whenever you say it, it's settled. So we've got to examine ourselves. It's not up to the pastor, the apostle, the evangelist, the, the teacher, the prophet to examine you. We're always waiting for someone else to approve us. Can I tell you, he already's chosen you. You've already been validated and proven by God. Now he's saying, I need you to go out in the world. And the only way for you to be actual light bearers of my word and my presence is that it's not about someone else examining you, it's about you examining yourself on a daily basis to remain in the faith. Because people are walking away from God in droves. People are turning away from Christianity in droves. You know why? Because we have lost our ability to examine ourselves. And we have started to be so much more judgmental about somebody else, criticizing somebody else, pointing a finger at somebody else. And the truth of the matter is we're exactly where they are, crying holy, holy. Examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. And can I tell you, when you start to examine yourself, and really begin to, to stand in the confidence and the persuasion of faith in God's word and understand who he is calling you to become, you all have to get rid of people. They'll get rid of themselves. Because you can't, you can't play with people who are proven. You can't play with people who aren't also examining themselves. So examine yourself so that you can say, I am resting in confidence. I am resting in a firm persuasion. I am resting in the true and saving faith that only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm gonna prove and demonstrate what is good in me at all times. And I will not become a counterfeit. I will not teeter totter. I will not question, but I will follow you all the way to the end. Because God, you are good. Any questions, comments, concerns? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K H O W O R S H I P. L.A. 
at gmail.com.